Relevant to Our Interests is brought to you by An Honorable Death. Taste the respect. It's delicious. Hi, I'm Frank, and with me as always is... John, probably. Yes, and we are relevant to our interests. An old co- podcast brought anew. So Revived, like uh, some sort of horrible beast found in a cave with like a five-number push lock. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking maybe it was one of those disc lock they make you, they, all of the, the uh, storage facilities make you get now. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, those two. I was I was more uh, referring to what's coming later. Oh, um, that seems fair. That's actually that's actually a good point. So hey, so yes, yeah. we for those of you for those five of you that used to listen to the old podcast, this is much hey! this is much like the old podcast. We are doing a few things differently though. Uh, for those of you who are new listeners, uh, yeah, uh, like like Frank, he's dead the whole time. Yeah. It's true. Um, so one thing, uh, the old podcast, we used to do little skits before each episode. Uh, so what I guess we should say what this is. This is relevant to our interests. Uh, it's a podcast where we just talk about the stuff that interests us. Um, and uh, we have a pretty wide range of stuff that interests us. Yeah. Uh, particularly. Our tastes are varied. Uh, there's a lot of overlap between John and I, although there's a lot of stuff out, falls outside of that yeah. that Venn diagram of overlap. And uh, sometimes we'll sometimes it's fun to see what the other person uh, has outside of that range. Um, it is it it is interesting because on um on on like your end, at least from what I've seen, the things that you that I like that you don't, you can passively tolerate you sort of passively tolerate them yeah and then the things that you really like that i don't i passionately <laughs> despise it's, it's kind of true but anyway so yeah. so who we are and, and what what we do uh we're just we're two dudes that live in utah which apparently is the nerd capital of the country uh it really is which yeah, i guess in, in a way i think that's I have, fantastic I, but i have a thought on that we we can <laughs> Uh, I mean, we can. I guess you can give the thought I mean, if you want. Yeah, Mormons don't drink. Ah, that's a fair point. I mean, neither of us are Mormon, and we don't drink really. You, yeah, you, you, because it'll kill uh, you. Yeah, that, me because yeah. I just, I just don't. I, I mean, once in a while, yeah, but yeah, you, you've just kind of lost the taste for it, and it will actively murder me. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, but we have, uh, like I say, we have a wide range of interests. Um, and the old podcast, which we're going to talk about a little bit now, uh, we started in 2015, and we got a good five years out of it. Twenty, uh, we, you know, it had its moments of of lulls where we would we go two or three months without recording much. Um, we've actually kind of planned that into this new podcast because we're doing seasons. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, then 2020 hit and things just kind of soured. We recorded a few episodes in 2020. I went four or five, I think, five or six. I can't remember how many. 
yeah we had, we had a bunch of life stuff that sort of yeah creeped up on us and then and then we we made an attempt uh, in 2021 roughly about i think about 9 months after the last episode we recorded in in 2020 and uh, we got a we got a couple episodes there and then once again life stuff took us away uh and uh that's an interesting way to say uh descended like the fist of an angry god yeah and then and then we and then we uh we had a we we made one attempt in 2022 and uh it was like an update like hey this is what's going on in our lives and then your life sort of shattered Right. Essentially, yeah, a little bit, little bit. And so I opted not to edit, even edit the 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 episode. And uh, at that point, the old podcast I think was pretty well dead. But we definitely wanted to keep doing this. Um, Yeah. And so we kind we've kind of refocused this last year, and uh, here we are recording a new episode, and uh, and a new podcast. That the name is the same, but the I'm. the, I guess the branding's different. I don't know how, how to how to put okay, that. You know, you you know when those like uh, serial killers will <laughs> will take the face off of one of their victims that's and not where staple I was it onto with their this, face. <laughs> I know that's where I'm going with this, Frank. <laughs> that's basically what that's basically what we have now. We have that like that staple face where it's been stapled onto the. Uh, I was gonna say, you know how every now and then they'll they'll uh, relaunch a game franchise by just pretending like the new game is the first game in the franchise, much like yeah. uh, and every like every example I'm going to give is is kind of bad. Like much like the new Saints Row or the new Lords of the Fallen are the. Uh, Oh, what was it? Uh, the well, this is a good example. the The new Doom, the new Doom. Yeah. yeah. Are, uh, so that one was good. That one was. Yeah, that's what good. I say. This is a difference. Doom twenty sixteen is fucking. This, this, this is what I say. Doom Eternal and Doom Eternal, also a lot of fun. The yeah. Doom Tango, as it were, is and, just and Wolfenstein lovely. and the Wolfenstein new Wolfenstein games as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I was going to go with it. <laughs> so basically, what I, so basically what I said. Yeah. Really. I mean, so. So uh, we're kind of relaunching this. Now that said, uh, we're right now we're gonna we're every other week we're gonna go with that schedule. I think it's a little more tenable for both of us. Um, t- yeah. To to do and once we get comfortable, uh, we may shift to weekly. Uh, that said, we will be taking a little bit of time off. Uh, we won't be taking time off on our usual planned thing this year because we're just starting. And one was right around the holidays, usually from the beginning of December to like yeah. the beginning of January, <clears throat> mid-January. Yeah. We're not going to do that this time uh, because we're just getting started and we do, would be ridiculous. That would be silly. would be ridiculous to, to release one episode, like three episodes and be like, all right, we're done. We'll we'll talk to you next year. Um, the other planned uh, hiatus is in the summer, uh, like the be- end of June. Uh, through July, uh, basically, um, in each between each hiatus, that would be that'll be a season. So that's kind of our plans yeah. um, about what we're talking about. Like I say, we basically any anything we enjoy uh, can be anything from comics to video games to tabletop games to movies, TV shows, chupacabraism. Uh, uh, yeah, 
Indeed, indeed. I, there, there are there are several things that start with C that I am very, very interested in, and two of them are chupacabras and cannibals. <laughs> it's true. Uh, we'll try to rein that in. Uh, we also we also be talking. <laughs> we'll also, You're funny, Frank. We'll also, You're hilarious. We'll also we'll also be uh, occasionally having guests on. Uh, yeah, uh, just pe- uh, people we think are cool. People think we're, we're interesting, mm-hmm. and, and they range a gamut. We've got a lot of friends who do stuff. Uh, yeah. from cost, uh, cosplay to, uh, acting, directing, writing. And so, yeah. well, even, and, uh, I have a, uh, one of my friends that's in like a slowly kind of gaining respect, a respectful audience, uh, actual play D and D podcast thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that's, uh, the other theme. Like, so, so we just kind of run the gamut. Like we'd be like, Hey, let's, do you want to come on our podcast? And talk to the five cool people that listen to us and the, and anyone else who, yeah. who might. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so all of that said, uh, the the topics were going to range um, pretty broadly. One one theme that we ended up getting, kind of falling into with the old podcast is we, and, and, it's, and, and understandably, it was the early day, it's kind of the early mid days of the MCU. We ended up falling into this trap where we talked a lot about the MCU. And part of it was the Netflix series because I loved uh, Daredevil and yeah. and uh, we really enjoyed Darede- Jessica I mean, Jones I, and I stuff. I loved Daredevil, loved Jessica Jones. Um, I... I I still, I, I actually still talk. I still talk with my 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 partner about um, about uh, Luke Cage. I uh, I like Luke Cage just because that. Yeah, I. In fact, I, I got I got Mike Coulter's autograph hanging on my wall here in my my office. Yeah, so, I yeah. I, I mean, I, I like ultimately, I just had like ultimately, I, fi- I I figured out exactly where the disconnect for me, and it's not even a problem with the series. It's just a disconnect. Yeah. For me, but they also, that's one where they fixed it in the second season. Yeah. Because the second season, oh God, that second season, Luke Cage. Yeah. But oh, anyway, oh. we're not, we're not here to talk about Luke Cage. Got the vapor. So, uh, we're going to be, we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff. And that said, uh, we're obviously, we're not a political podcast. Uh, that's not where we're, our focus is, but, uh, because of the way the political environment in this country is now. Very different from when we started the the first podcast. Uh, when yeah. when when stuff that is quote unquote political comes up, which personally I feel a lot of this shit is just people trying to live their lives, and a certain faction of the country mm-hmm. has their panties in a bunch over for some f- reason I don't understand. Uh, um, we will not necessarily sh- necessarily shy away from it, uh, and so. I apologize to all the left-handed. That was a joke, people. Come yeah, on. it was. It wasn't a joke. He eats left-handed people with a passion. You know, my dad was left-handed. You mean you're you're half left-handed? I'm half left-handed. All right, we're done. <laughs> this is over. All right. So anyway, uh, one of the things that be, so that being said, uh, on the off weeks for a while, anyway, we've got like 135 episodes, although. Probably about a third of them we're not going to re-release. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some real um, question. Mark. And then there's some of them that I want to do a complete revisit uh, on. So we're not going to release it, re-release those just because of that. But uh, period on the off weeks because we're doing this every other week 
on the off weeks, we're going to release uh, old episodes as classic relevant to our interests. And uh, it's a lot of fun because we, 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 we did touch on some pretty cool stuff. La uh, Avatar, The Last Dan Render, uh, Gravity Falls. Um, That's a good one. Uh, my 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 kaiju episode. I was actually I'm still very proud of that one. The kaiju one was very cool. Man. I mean, I would. I mean, I still like that's one that I wouldn't necessarily mind coming back to. Because actually, because there's a, there's a number of well, um, big kaiju movies that are coming out soon, and then the Monarch series. I think on Apple. I think with that TV, which angers me because I have to pick up goddamn Apple. Yeah, TV. but you can finish watching Severance, Bastards. which I wouldn't actually mind covering on this. That is also true. Um, that is also true. Uh, that's and that's one of those episodes that we might release a classic episode like while we do like a, a one yeah. or two part or yeah. a three part episode about that yeah. topic. Um, to kick things off, though, John and I picked a movie that we really adore. Uh, <laughs> and this week we're doing John. And this week we're doing John's movie. It may be a few yeah. episodes before we actually get to mine because John doesn't have a way to watch it. Uh, it's yeah. not on any streaming. Yeah. Well, it it is. We have to buy it completely. Buy it outright. I have a physical copy. Yeah, John doesn't. Yeah, we're we're, we're looking at possibly uh, figuring out some kind of trip out there, and then we'd record. I'd watch it. And record. Yeah. So, but um, this week, John's movie is accessible and on Shutter, on Shutter, and YouTube, and YouTube, and that movie, and it is called. PG Psycho Gorman. Psycho Gorman. So. Psycho Gorman. Bam, bam, bam. I find a musical stinger for right there. No, nah, I think we should keep this you going. Like, I think we should, we should, you should cut out you going bam, bam, bam just now and have that be the like, Actually, I think, you know what I mean? Fun is just take, cut that out and like edit it so it's like really epic sounding. Like lots yeah. of reverb and like <laughs> layer, 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 layer. And I, I can cut that one out too. We, That'd be fantastic. Yeah. That'd be Actually, one of the cool, yeah, yeah. I we haven't decided on new a new theme yet, but we will figure it out. Yeah. Kind of, I kind of want to just make it uh, us going music, music, music with like a with like a drum beat. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like I, I like that but, too. You know, I was also I was also thinking it'd be a little more uh, complicated, but could be. At least, I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand musicy stuff because I don't music. Yeah. Um, but something of like, if we had something akin to like a, a dueling banjos or something, but it has like music that kind of sounds like our general vibes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where I, I, I get this like scree, I get this bit of a, a screeching and screeching and bounce like screeching and bouncing followed by like low like deep low notes and then you'd be a little more a little more stable or, or homey or whatever i don't know I, I don't know what you think of your your vibe um you're like i don't i don't care whatever <laughs> Yeah, no, but I mean, it'd be like you know, like that, 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 like do, 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 you know, yeah. The, Frank doing his thing, and then the, then like the. I mean, that, that's something we could come up with. Maybe, maybe, maybe that could be a season two replacement for the theme. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool. But uh, cool. but anyway, Psycho Gorman. Uh, what is it? Uh, Psycho Gorman. Plot synopsis. Uh, short and sweet plot synopsis. A couple of kids. Discover a magical uh, seal in a gem that they 
take out of a take I, out of a scene and unleash. I, I have an elevator. I have an elevator pitch version of. All right, go go ahead. Nice. Give give us the elevator okay. pitch version of it because my uh, it's E. T. If E. T. was Satan, <laughs> that's. I mean that's fair. So yeah, the, the kids the kids find this alien being who wants to destroy the universe, and uh, they can con- the little girl who who gets the gem can control him with the gem, the gem of Paroxidike. and uh, yeah, and she does, and she's uh, psychotic. But 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 what this is? Oh yeah, she she's absolutely the most dangerous. Uh, uh, character in that yeah. entire show. Pro- she's a little unhinged. The protagonist is very unhinged. Um, but the uh, but what 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 this is is it's a it's a children's movie. It's not a children's movie. I mean, it's not. It's no, but it's no. it's a par- It's a satire of children's movies from the eighties and nineties. Satire and an homage and an homage to um. To the children, to the children films of the eighties and nineties specifically. Yeah, and so uh, in this, in this, so John and I came up with because we have nothing better to do. I guess we came up with a, uh, and you can disagree or agree with this. We haven't refined this yet. Um, we're in the process of doing that, but we came up with a a, a Venn diagram of children's movies from the eighties and nineties. Yes, and there's there's three circles and they overlap obviously. Uh, one of them is the kids find magical creature, and this falls in. This is firmly in that camp, and the, and it doesn't have to oh, yeah. doesn't have to be magic. Aliens are magical, John. Yeah, aliens are magic. Aliens are magic. Uh, robots are magic. Uh, yeah, ma- it, 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 ma- anything that is outside outside of the norm and and adorable on some level. Yeah, and yeah. Robots are magic. Uh, magical yeah. creatures are magic. <laughs> Although, yeah, this is this is a slight this is a slight uh, uh, deviation, but to, to remember it, there's was it there's a show that's like the last Mimsy or something like that. And a bunch of kids fall around this little creature that's made of light and everything. I and then, I've heard of it, but I haven't actually seen yeah, the movie. It's weird. It, it, it's odd, and I might I might be equating it with a different movie or whatever, but. The thing is, is that at the end, they like help this guy go and they help this little thing going and it goes and merges with this giant warship that's like buried under a hill near their homes and it like rises up, uh, rises up out. It's like raining things down, like there's buildings falling off the top of it that are like crashing down onto, onto people's homes and everything. Huh. And it's like, this is... This is not you're not with the good guy. You this is this is not the good guy. What the hell? Is I, I kind of want to watch children? that. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily want to maybe cover that on the uh the this pod the, the podcast, but I kind of want to watch that now. Um Yeah. Uh, uh So yeah, so Psycho Gorman falls firmly in the camp of magical creature. Uh Oh, were you going to finish did you want to finish uh explaining the full Yeah. Diagram? So so the other two circles are uh the kids going on an adventure. Uh, the the biggest example, and you're, often involving pirates. John, yeah, your your Goonies, your uh, butter know, Goonies is buttercream gang, buttercream gang, buttercream gang. Which I'm still not sure 
wasn't a fever dream, honestly. No, it's it's real. It's a it's a real film. They they made it. Somebody somebody made it. Um, then the last mm. one is uh, Kid Power, and uh, oftentimes there, there's these fall into there's like a smaller Venn diagram of of movies in this, but it's primarily your your sports movies are yeah Home Alone type films. Um, that is uh that is the uh that is the that is the final circle i would have cut the i'm gonna have to cut some of that out because i got this i lost my train of thought but but then then there's obviously there's movies that kind of fall in the overlaps uh but uh the director um steven i've got i've got his name steven kostansky um he clearly Mm -hmm. has a love of nerd shit <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah like there's there's a point where you have psycho gorman dressed in the the exact clothes of the was it, what's his it's ass uh, from, uh it's sam neill's character jurassic from jurassic park, park. <laughs> yeah he's in the exact costume <laughs> like he's not it's like the, the the fact that he's he's from a planet Gygax. <laughs> yes. Uh planet Gygax. Where ancient Gygaxian sorcerers. Which uh and, and for those of you if and if you're listening to uh our this podcast, um you uh this is the first episode. So you, you if you haven't cut out nine now, we're we're both very big into tabletop role playing. Um and oh, yeah. if you don't know, I even built my own system. That's how big a nerd I am. Uh, and if you don't know, if you don't know anything about tabletop role playing, Guy Gag, Gary Gary Gygax was one of the two creators of Dungeons and Dragons, which sort of launched that uh, whole concept. Um, Stephen K- uh, Kostansky, though he he's a uh, he's Canadian. This this is a Canadian film, and uh, he's fairly young. I can't I don't remember his birthday. He's He's definitely a, a quote unquote millennial, but he he does a lot of creature stuff. He's done a, and he's directed a number of other horror films, um, and so this wasn't this this wasn't his first. He's he's clearly got a love for the genre, which is you can kind of tell, uh, and you can kind of tell he's got a love for these kids' yeah. movies too. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's a there's a lot of and one of the reasons why I think this is. Uh, uh, my favorite is that I'm normally not like a I'm not a big fan of nostalgia for nostalgia's sake, but this I think is an example of a of a story that that takes the nostalgia and and does something different and interesting with it. Like they, they sort of like they really like change like they really change it up because like it, it really in a lot of ways like if you were to if you were to remove the gore. Um, and sort of, and, and like dial and dial down some of the, the intensity of the characters by like just one or two notches, it would just be one of the like magical story things. Like even down to the, like the, I have learned of the, like the, of, of the true power comes from within the power yeah. of love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I will use it to destroy the universe. <laughs> and so, yeah. And, and <laughs> that's the, that's the theme. Is you have you you have basically kind of a almost a negative uh, photograph wise a negative of what you'd expect for this for these characters and their personality types. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, 
But the thing is, that, but if you were, but but you flip it, and it's like textbook. It is a textbook yeah. children's magical event, like the magical critter adventure. You, you have, uh, for uh, instance, uh, the the young girl that that plays Mimi, the main the main the main protagonist. Mm-hmm. She does a very good job of just being psychotic. <laughs> There's oh yeah, oh yeah, no, she's she's, she's uh, th- and this is. They can say this is and, her only credited role at the moment. I I don't know if she's going to go into acting yeah. when she gets older or not. But if she does, mm-hmm. she will. Uh, she's got potential to 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 really to really go someplace. So yeah, really do really do well um, there. Yeah, one of and I feel so bad. So there's a there's, there's three uh, kid characters in this film: uh, Mimi, her brother, her brother mm-hmm. Luke, and. Uh, <laughs> Luke's yeah. best friend, who happens to be Mimi's crush, Alasdair. Uh, Alasdair. Alasdair. It's, it's it's spelled weird. I got this Alistair. spelling. Yeah, it's spelled weird, but it's Al- they pronounce it Alasdair. Um, yeah. and he she has him turned into a brain creature at one point in the film. Well, <laughs> she does it because uh, Psycho Gorman, because uh, PG, uh, basically convinces. Uh, convinces her to allow him to help her the way he helps the prince of Sadar of Sadarkus uh, seduce the moon prince like seduce uh, seduce the moon princess. Yeah, <laughs> it just turns turns him into a giant brain goo with tentacles, and yeah, and he's just kind of okay. <laughs> which uh, the. <laughs> It, it it's it's oh. it's sad. <laughs> the end of the movie. He, <laughs> in the is. end of the movie, he's still. That's actually so. The way the movie ends is obviously it ends with Psycho Goreman overcoming his his adversity, getting his powers back, defeating the uh, the the yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he's he's poisoned. So yeah, he's, he's they, they, the, his former his paladins uh, his paladins of Sidian. Which the they say it fast enough that it always sounds like paladin obsidian. Yeah, uh, like the like thing there, which I know is the point, but it's it it's it's good. I like. Uh, it. Yeah, they they they're just they, they betray they him. Just, they, like and and, the, and this is a this yeah. is another callback, which yeah. I'm surprised you yeah. didn't bring up. Uh, the main the lead paladin is dark scream. <laughs> dark scream. <laughs> and they, and and the thing is, and the, some of the lines that that uh, that PG uses are outright lines from Transformers when he's talking about when he's talking to Darkstream. Yeah. They just swapped that. They just name swapped the uh, the lines. It's uh, but, but one of my one of my one of my favorite parts in the film is you know he's been betrayed by the Paladins. Mimi's like pissed because he's trying to get them to kill, kill her so that he can get the stone yeah. back, and they you know, betrayed everything. And so she's like, "No, no, no, you don't get to fight back." And so there's this just this like epic moment where you know they're doing this huge beat down. There's all these like dramatic camera angles. The music's blaring. You hear like here if like everything is just so ramped up and epic, and then they just like switch back to like. Uh, Mimi's perspective, like like Mimi and, and Luke, her brother's perspective, and it's just like and it's and basically you just see these guys like going, Ur, Ur, well that Ur, and that's Ur, and like, Psh. 
hosing him down. Like, that's actually. Like, do, uh, I think Luke looks at her and says, "Do do we need to be here for this?" Um, well, that's that's actually something they they do a couple of times. It's and it's one of those scenes. I actually really love this about the film. The very beginning where they're playing crazy ball, and that's the, the crazy ball, and it's it's a good callback <laughs> yeah. at the end. But it it shows yeah. them there's like this metal music, and they're they're jumping around and and throwing the ball, and it, this this super intense like sports thing going on between Mimi and yeah. Luke, and then it cuts away, and it's just two kids like jumping up and down and throwing a ball up in the air in the, in the, yeah, she, she's spinning around with the ball on her nose and he's just doing jumping jacks and they're both just yelling crazy ball, crazy ball, crazy ball. <laughs> so, and it's, oh, it's, so uh, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. They do that a couple of times. They make a callback to that very moment at the beginning, at the end, that's how they resolve the, the, well, that's sort of how they resolve the final conflict. They have two teams split up between uh, Mimi, uh, Psycho Goreman, and their and their and Mimi and Luke's dad. And on the other side is Pandora, this uh, Templar knight type yeah. being. Or these basically uh, these this race of angelic space fascists. Yeah. Um, a uh, their their mom. Who, who hates, rightfully so, may I add, who hates their father and, yeah. and Luke. Yeah. Their father is such a piece He's of shit. Unarguably the worst. Oh, God. Uh, oh, and in the bit. The, but, the, although he does have another one of my favorite but, bits. But you can say but, uh, yeah. but they play crazy ball, and it's and it, they do a callback to that very first moment where they're doing the whole epic theme. And then it cuts to the the space council, the universe council that send the that want protected and want Psycho Goreman destroyed, <laughs> and it's just them watching like without any context, like without any music, anything. There's yep. does does anybody understand what's going on here? And then, <laughs> and then the 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 credits stinger with them makes, always makes me so happy. It's like well. He's coming for us. So, uh, uh, what do we, what do we want to do? Like, so what are we going to do? And the guy pulls, like, it's literally just like a police revolver, <laughs> slaps it down on the table, and he's like, well, who wants to kill themselves first? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's got that nice setup. It's got that setup, like you, you have with the, all those other movies. Uh, find mm. it, teach him about the power of love. Overcome the obstacles, have a final battle with the the beings that he's in conflict with, and then he goes off to live his new life, and and in this case, his new life is much like his old life, but he's motivated by love instead yeah. of hate. Yeah, in the no, 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 he's not he's not motivated. He is powered oh, powered by. by yes, <laughs> there's a little that's difference. True. That's there. true. He's still motivated by, I guess, the the he's... wanton destruction of the universe, but. Yeah, I, th- I, I think he's motivated because he believes that's his purpose. He's like, this is what I was meant to do. This is what I was, like, sort of like the, like, this is my purpose is to destroy all the, everything and the, everything and yeah. the everywhere. And he, he's, he goes off to do just that. Um, yeah. But then he shows up, then he shows up in like the middle of their, their hometown. Like he doesn't even, he doesn't even teleport that far. He doesn't go to some far part of the galaxy or anything. He just like goes like, 10 miles away 
<laughs> yeah. Ten miles away, and then it says, uh, the uh, downtown downtown is currently being destroyed by what can only be described as a giant naked purple man. <laughs> anyway, if we haven't sold you on this movie yet, I'm, then you're dead in, inside and, and dead yeah. to me. So, um, what I do want to touch on on a little bit of the so pretty much every one of the actors in this, and we're not going to go a play by play, are are relatively unknown. There's a few of them that are. Uh, got have have had some some roles in Canadian. They're all Canadian. First off, this is a Canadian project, and they're they're all uh, they're some of them have been in some Canadian films and, and series, TV series. Uh, Stephen Kostansky's uh, he's done a number of stuff. Uh, in fact, he's done another one that I want to talk about uh, eventually on here. Which is the void? Um, it's a uh, cosmic horror. Um, it's I really dug. Yeah, I really. It's, yeah. I, I think I, was, I don't remember who it was, but a, it was. It, it might was have probably been you. me. It might have been, but I think it was somebody else. But it, I think it was somebody else too. Said that I ought to watch the void. That I, I think you dig. It. I think you would dig it. It's 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 almost <clears> a cross <throat> between oh. uh, the thing and uh, the Prince of Darkness. Um, yeah. The one one of the things that I have to really praise, uh, I mean the the um the uh, Stephen, the guy that does the voice of Psycho Gorman yeah. on, is his capacity to say completely outrageous, insane shit, utterly straight faced, is really, really uh, is is admirable. Like he is, it is. It's fucking it's fucking amazing yeah. um like i think there's there's one of my one of my favorite little things and then a callback is there's a bit where he's staying in this abandoned shoe factory because mimi told him to and she shows up with a tv and a bunch of my a bunch of magazines <laughs> and she throws the magazines down and he's like why like the why would like why would i read these and she's like well you don't read them you just look at the hunky boys and then he, he opens up the he opens up the uh, the the magazine. He's like, "I care not for hunky boys, or do I?" And then <laughs> and then later on, when they're having the same fight in the abandoned shoe factory, Pandora blows up the magazines, and he goes, "No, my hunky boys." It is actually pretty fantastic, just, oh. and it's one of those. There's, there's a note. I was, I don't know how important this is, but mm. so Psycho Goreman physically was played by uh, Matthew Ninnaber, who's primarily a director. He only got a handful of acting credits, hmm. but it was voiced by okay. Stephen Vlahos, uh, who's he's one of the more prominent actors that has had roles uh, in Canadian TV and yeah. films. And they did the same thing with uh, Pandora. Um, they she's physically played by Kristen uh, McCulloch, who happens to be uh, <laughs> I don't know why I have such a hard time Al Sader's mom at the end of the at the end of the movie, where his mom and dad that scene with the mom. Oh. She happens to she happens to play, be playing his mom, but she physically plays Pandora, but she's voiced by. Uh, actress named Anna Tierney, who's a British actress. So, um, 
So Pandora actually had three different actresses who played. Technically four. Yeah, yeah, three because the human version that she like morphs into human version. Yeah, the human version. The um the the teacher that the with that like and squish yeah. to doing the cube. Yeah. That I I that I do have to say that was actually that was also like an amazing little like she's fucking evil yeah. guys like dudes dudes she's evil she she, she is <laughs> the the uh what 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 were those that group of fascist angels called I can't remember uh, the, the Templars. oh yeah the Templars they yeah the Templars were the, they were they, the were, angels, yeah. they were all horrible in in fact you, you oh yeah find out. And, and and in fact, in fact, like they're the reason that PG existed as a godlike being. Yeah, he uh... because they had been enslaved, and then as he was being whipped, whipped and whatnot, he found the gem of Paraxodite, which was carved by ancient Gygaxian sorcerers from the heart of a dead star. Yes, exactly. That is exactly exactly right. Yeah. I really like this movie, and I have many of the quotes. He has uh, so much of it, uh, so much of it memorized. Um, time is but a con. Time is but a construct for those, for primitive beings unable to shift into the ninth dimension. Yeah. Also, I got lost. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, God, I love it. I honestly don't know how long we've been recording. Mean, I can see how long we've been recording, but I don't know. Yeah, we've been recording for a huge amount of time. Yeah. I uh, I think we're about a, at about the half hour mark, honestly, 30, 30 40 minutes far. So we we one of our goals is we're gonna we're gonna try and uh, keep the keep each episode uh, roughly about forty five to minutes to an hour. Um, that's yeah, so we got, we got a little. That's not uh that's not necessarily going to happen with every episode. Sometimes we may go longer. Yeah. Sometimes we may be a little shorter. But yeah. Um. So here's here's the question: Do we want to do we want to end with your thoughts as a first time viewer, or do we want to end with my thoughts as a near psychotic fan? Well, I think we, I think we want to do a little more. We go through a little bit more of the commentary. Then I'll give my thoughts, and then. I think the person okay. who suggested it should get the final say, uh, unless okay. it's a, unless it's like a mutual that. thing, and then it doesn't matter. But but this was yeah. this one's yeah, yours. Yeah, so uh, so one thing about this: this movie actually came out in 2021. Um, it was obviously it was. I'm, I'm assuming it was made before the pandemic started in 2020, uh, mm. and probably. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually going to look. I, I don't know when it was filmed, but it released in 2021, and it and it didn't do super well. It's it's there. It, it is a low budget movie. It it does have some pretty decent effects, and the art direction is is fantastic, and the, the creature makeup is awesome. One of the things that Stephen Kostansky is is he's a he's a creature effects makeup guy, and so uh, and that really actually shows in the. I've seen two movies of his now, this one in the void, and you can really see that that's where his passion lies uh, in the, uh, in, in that's where his talent really is. And so I think any, any film that has him working on it. Uh, what? Ah, I saw something. What did you say? Well, go ahead. Apparently, Psycho Gorman 2 is in development. Well, there you go. So, and I think the, 
we'll probably see it uh, when it comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's going to happen. <laughs> but uh, this movie did not do well at the box office. I don't know how many theaters it opened up in, but it had a very it had a bit budget of an one and a half million. It didn't even pull a hundred thousand dollars in. So I honestly, one, it's pretty niche. It's a uh, satire. It's a uh, horror film. It's yeah. uh, and it's and it's splatter. It's splatter horror. Yeah, it, um, it's it's supernatural splatter horror because like the major emphasis is on a lot of the uh, like how gory it gets. Yeah, which even even to the point when it's ridiculous, like the little the the robot guy who's like literally just a tub of blood. Yeah. <laughs> he sort of shoots the blood at him. I was going to say one of my one of my, one of the reasons he's in he ends up getting the name Psycho Gore Man is because of all the gore. Which the kids see when they first encounter him, they're th- that that actually is one of my favorite scenes where they're workshopping his name, and they come up with Psycho Gore oh, Man, yeah. and he's all, "That's perfect. That's that's perfect, Psycho Gore Man." He's like, "That's better than the Archduke of Nightmares." <laughs> I have no name, but some call me the Archduke. But my enemies sometimes call me the Archduke of Nightmares. <laughs> but and she's like, "No, that's lame." But, uh, and so it didn't do super well. And there is something to be said about streaming and uh, you have some thoughts on this i can tell yeah. uh shutter yeah. it's on shutter you can watch this on shutter if you got a shutter subscription it's there psycho gore man uh there's a lot on shutter that was uh surprised there's there looks i mean shutter's a really good like i mean and no no we're not being uh sponsored at all by them because i know they did a lot of sponsor stuff but they're like if you're into horror they're a really good they are source honestly they're, like they have so much i honestly and they have a lot of for a lot of uh, international horror i, like, I was going to say they're, they're the two best places for horror i think is uh shutter and uh surprisingly tubi uh which if you can yeah, put can up with that. ads and 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 i actually don't mind tubi they're they're the ads aren't super obtrusive not unlike some of the other free streaming services um Tubi is the other one. If you if you like horror films, you can watch so many like old Giallo, uh, Italian Giallo movies on on Tubi. They, they've got they've literally got like five or six like, well, I might be exaggerating, like three or four just horror categories as just collections that you can click on. And they also happen to have all of the, uh, oh, what is that the the toy the the toy horror movies that you're really into, I. Oh, the Puppet Masters. Puppet Masters. They have like all the Puppet Masters. Puppet masters. The Puppet Masters. those things are awful. I love them so much. The Puppet Master Extended Universe. They have that in there. Yeah. Including. Except number, I think it's, yeah, it's three. Puppet Master 3 bizar- like has no right to be good, particularly be as good as it is. Like it's fucking crazy. Well, the Tubi also has Ginger Dead, the Ginger Dead Man series. And uh, the the series about the the killer bong, um, <laughs> which that killer bong is that, is that the name of it? It it might actually be I don't remember, but they're all interconnected. That and Dollman and the Puppet Master, they're all like part of this like broader like. 
extended universe. Uh, it's it's fucking ridiculous. But anyway, but there's a lot of movies that have become available. Yeah, it's called Killer Bomb. Yeah. There's a lot of movies coming on, available on streaming and I'd forgotten, but you'd, you'd made a note about thought slime. Who's a, a Canadian YouTuber who, uh, he does two, uh, YouTube series. One is thought slime, which he does kind of social commentary, political commentary. Yeah, so political. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, scaredy cats, which he talks about horror films. And, um, this is one of the ones he actually talked about on scaredy cats. And it's a lot of fun. And it's actually, and now that I, I forgot, I'd forgotten he talked about it, but it's, I'm almost positive it's, that's how I, that's how both of us got introduced to the concept yeah. of it. Yeah. I think, I think the difference is that I ended up grabbing the shutter and watched it and then, was, and then completely fell in love with it. Yeah. And I, uh, did not. <laughs> and, yeah. So you, you think it's a call classic. I think it's not. No, I'm kidding. I will end you, Frank. <laughs> it, it, but you're, you're right. It, it has, that's one thing that streaming has done is it has made it so folks can get these flops that are, you know, enjoyable films, not maybe not necessarily good movies, but enjoyable movies and, mm-hmm. and revive them as cult films a lot sooner than they, they would in the past because cult movies in the past, They'd have to end up on uh, VHS, or you'd have to end up with, and, and then it did the circuits of like people who like that your your backroom cinephiles. I think is what I would call them. Yeah, like I mean, the... before before VCRs became uh, commonplace, and for those of you listening who don't know, VCRs used to be the way we watched movies back in the day. Um, yeah. You know, they they'd have you'd almost have to have like just a copy of the film on 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 film to to watch it, and you you people would do that the you know midnight movies and all that shit. But once VCRs became more commonplace, you could just go to the video store and rent movies. Yeah, there's I mean, that's a lot of a that's lot. That's how of, I watched a lot of a lot of flicks. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cult movies got it, but like, hey man, I saw this crazy ass horror film, you know. And it's the one mm. with the cover with the guy with the axe yeah. coming out of his forehead, you know. And so, well, and I, I think, I, I think what one of the other things. Sorry, sorry to, to interrupt you there, but uh, the I think one of the things with the whole saving the the flops, to me, looking at it, is fuck. Lost my point. Never mind. Well, so so one of the one of the things I'm, I'm going to say is. For 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 a film to become a cult film back in the day, it took is a long process, and it was so because you had it was mostly just word of mouth. You'd had things like zines yeah. and stuff, but uh, now you've got the internet, you've got forums, you've got Facebook, you've got uh, Reddit, you've got the you know this. Yeah. You want to go find a cool obscure movie that just came out? You can well, go, you can find it pretty easily. You you can also just and also like the the algorithms on the the streaming sites will just sometimes bump something up because it's like oh there's a lot of like weird fantasy movies that are trending right now let's yeah let's grab this one from the mid eighties and yeah kind of bump it up so there's there's a the the process of something becoming a a, a cult a cult hit is mm. uh is a lot quicker um. Yeah. Unfortunately, because yeah. of streaming, and this is something that I was uh, 
that I'd thought I just I thought of when I first saw your notes. Um, unfortunately, because of streaming, some of these cult classics, if they don't get a physical release, they can disappear like that because some of these streaming services are pretty fickle with how they how long they keep stuff on there. Yeah, I'm 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 having troubles with that with one of my uh one of my cartoons on Disney Plus. I can't find physical copies of it that aren't like sketchy shit. Yeah. Exactly. Um so streaming service is one of those double-edged swords, but it it it, it brings out a lot of, a lot of these flops like and and YouTube, uh, comment commentator commenters on YouTube also help bring out a lot of awareness. There's a lot of horror, yeah, uh, yeah. YouTubers oh, out there that are bringing I, to light. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. I remember. I, re- I also remember the point I was trying to make. Oh, okay. Um, one of the things that happens that I think happens with some of these these films there is some movies just aren't as compelling on the big screen. Like some some of the ones that like you're I I find that it seems that there's a, people are a lot more willing to forgive certain aspects certain like kind of like meh aspects of of a film when I'm at home I can pause I can run over to the bathroom I can make a sandwich I can come back I can make some more popcorn yeah whatever versus like with the with like when I'm going out to the cinema. In order to do it, that's like that's a whole big thing. Like that that's an event. And if I if I make it an event, then it damn well better be as good as I want it to be. Yeah. And and I think that's a very versus, good point. Versus, you know, like th- there's a lot of these where like be like, oh, this is a gar like if I were to watch this. On the big, on like like in a in a cinema there, I'd feel cheated because this is fucking garbage. Yeah, well, it, I mean, exactly. Like, if you're spending twenty bucks per yeah. person to go out and watch a movie at the theater, yeah, you, you, you 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 want you have you want it to feel worth it. Whereas, yeah, you watch you ha- and you have a right to be picky. You have a right to be pickier, which I think is one of the problems that's occurring with the with like movie theaters in general right now. Exactly, frankly, but. And that's actually that's actually a topic we could bring up in, a, a, in a, like almost a yeah a that would episode. actually that could be an interesting cup if we were going to do that I I think actually I know a guy we could bring on yeah and know, I think we should I know a couple of guys to bring on to do that but yeah. but but one thing that I think uh, but you've got a good point there that's that's one of the the things that uh, if you watch a bad movie on a streaming service especially if you watch a lot of the streaming service then. It was just a bad movie. You you wasted an hour and a half, two hours of your life, and that was it. You didn't waste any more money because you still have the value of the streaming service itself. Um, and so yeah, I think there is we do have a different relationship. Uh, watching stuff in our our home, even even with the sound systems and in, in, in TVs and stuff that we have now. I mean, because oh yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, people got these eighty, ninety inch televisions, hundred twenty inch televisions with four K, and you know, it's it's straight up, it's straight up a, a theater experience. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can hit pause and and be done with it. So my thoughts uh, before we 
It was a long digression to get to my thoughts. Uh, I enjoyed the film. Uh, I don't think I love it like you do, but it was a lot of fun. I would happily watch it again um, without any complaint. Um, I I think it's a, it's a it's a great it's a great fun little romp, and it would be it would be fun for like a viewing party with uh with friends. Um, one thing that it do, did do. And something I think that people need to be reminded of is there's a robust film industry in like every, in like mo- almost every country, like almost, uh, and including oh, Canada. Oh yeah. And, you, oh and yeah. we don't, and we don't think about it um, because it's, it's so close, but they've got shit that we, we never even yeah. see here in the States because of it. Yeah. I, I actually, I actually would like to bring one, 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 one little quick point there that I was uh, yeah. going to say with the Shutter thing is that one of the things that Shutter has a shitload of is Southeast Asian. I noticed that, yeah, horror flicks, and and their and their supernatural stuff, like the the supernatural stuff, like the c- stuff with yeah. curses and ghosts and, and and everything, ghosts and demons coming out of Southeast Asia, is yeah. fucking they have fantastic. A lot of- like it is some of the freakiest stuff out there in a way in a way that like you know that that any of the modern any of the the western demon genre uh is just kind of yeah meh and becoming less so like they're really ramping it up and it's a whole new yeah whole new game yeah it's it's shutter has a lot so it's it's one of the things that right even like because we we obviously we think like oh yeah france has their movie industry germany has their movies english england has their movies and i think Funny enough, I think that we get more British presence here in the U.S. than we do Canadian presence as far as like films and television shows, despite the fact that Canada is closer. Um, so, but, but yeah, I think the movie's fun. I, if you like horror films, if you like campy, like kind of uh, low budget gore fests, I think it's, I think it's worth a, worth a, a, worth a viewing. So John, why do you love it? I I love it because as a and I've kind of like sown the seeds of all my reasons throughout the throughout the podcast here, but it reminds me so much of uh, this. This is okay. Little, little story about okay. a little story about my childhood on on Friday nights. Um, mom and dad would have date night. And it would be me and my two brothers, and for a long time it was just me and my me and my brother James when we were really young. Um, and basically, we'd get I'd get a big bag of Laffy Taffies, and he'd get a big bag of Cheetos Paws, and then we'd get two movies from the from the local video store, and they were always like. It was like you know, three ninjas, which I think is oh, one of those adventure ones. But instead of pirates, it's ninjas. But ninjas are really yeah. just the pirates of the land. Um, the not unlike prospectors or anything else that shows up in one of those movies. They're all just fucking pirates. Get over it. Um, but we, we we'd watch some of those, and so the, like it has this like it's this deep nostalgia, like this formative nostalgia. I think is what I what I would say there, and to find a film that is fundamentally adult that has those same things there that sort of like that, that hits me that same way, but isn't like kiddish 
and 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 well and frankly some of those are bad yeah. a lot of them are most bad. of them are actually um <laughs> yeah yeah i i remember the 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 day i broke frank's heart when he made me watch the goonies because i'd never seen it and i was not <laughs> it's still one of my favorites shut up <laughs> i know i know it is hey i know it is i know it is i'm just yeah yeah I would, yeah. I would, uh, I would, anyway. <laughs> I would defend it by saying, as a kids' film, it's one of the better ones. As a kids' film from the eighties, specifically. Okay. I will give anyway, you continue that. your thought. The quality of children's film has gone up a lot, has far surpassed it in the in yeah. anyway, the years Anyway, since. continue your thought. Let's. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, that's the, so it's, there's, there's like a, it's, it's, it's like finding, it's like finding your childhood blanket and turning it into, and turning it into like a suit coat. I know that's, it's, it's weird and not serial killery enough for some of you people, uh, for me to say, but that's kind of what it is. It's, it's a suit. It's it's like a suit made out of, it's like when you find like a night, like a, a well-fitted suit that's made out of some of your old blankies. You know, it's just, it, it, there's just something about it that I find deeply and bizarrely comforting. And I can see that. I can see that. It's, it's a, like I say, it's a fun film and I think it's worth, a, definitely worth a watch. And I can see how this is basically the, this is basically a movie uh, made for, this is a kid's film made for adult John. Yes, that is exactly what this is. This was made. There are many times when people don't realize they're making something specifically yeah. for me, but they are. This was made specifically yep. for me. Exactly. All right. That ought to be that. That ought to be a, a feature or a, a, Sub, a, a subtitle. A part of the show. Yeah, things. Well, I think sub, little subtitle like shows I think, specifically I think for any, any Anytime we do a film. Like we're or, 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 or a comic or whatever that we choose. Like this is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Then uh, that's kind of the the point, I guess. If that makes sense. Um, so yeah, up next, fair. next time we are. So the next episode we release will be a classic episode. So in between each regular episode, we'll be doing classic episodes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're doing yet. Um, I'm going to look through our back catalog, and John and I will decide on it. Uh, I'll pick like 10 and then we can narrow yeah. it down to five and, and whatever, uh, clean it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm betting we're probably going to stick to like single run comics or books and movies just for a while before we, until we can get like a yes. master list of like, you know, do, yeah, do but, like series. I, so at stuff. the moment, yeah, we're going to, we're going to be releasing, uh, one of our classic episodes and, uh, and then the next episode we will, a new episode release uh, probably will not be my film. And I don't want to say the name of it until we actually get there because there's a good chance that you will have still not have seen it by the time we record again here in a week or two <laughs> or week or so. Um, yes. But I think, uh, let me think. Um, I just, I just had, oh, I just had the perfect joke, but it's, but I don't think I don't think it's well, one that you put on the podcast. And you're saying like my favorite movie. I said like it's Bears and Bukaki well, Nine, <laughs> which is an inside joke that only like 
four people get there's no guarantee that they'll even they'll even yeah there's only four people uh, four people get i had to have explained to me yeah. years after the fact yeah and uh, but uh <laughs> yeah. i don't think any of them listen to the podcast well, one of them one or one or two of them might but anyway um so yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what we're doing next. Uh, I just know we're releasing a classic episode, and the next one we record, we will, we will have a chat about. Uh, and I, oh, you know what we should do? Because I'll have finished it by then. Right. Should talk about Alan Wake remastered. I don't oh, know if you yeah, have enough time yeah, yeah, to replay yeah, yeah, yeah. it in the couple of weeks. Not sure I'll have enough time. I might not be able to replay it, but if all else fails, I can watch. I, I have played. You have, it, including including all the DLC for that one, and I can, uh, hypothetically, uh, watch like a playthrough or do some. Well, if you watch some synopses, and yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can find all the cutscenes. Pretty yeah. easy. Well, there's also a lot of story so because two is coming out. There's a lot of story so far. Yeah. Uh, YouTube videos I, I haven't right spoiled myself. Well, I haven't super spoiled myself on it. I know a little bit of how, how it ends and stuff, but, um, but I will have finished it. I will have finished it probably by the end of next week. So we can record, we can do an episode on that. And I want to, cause I, uh, one, it'll nice, it'll be nice for people. Well, maybe it'll be, uh, maybe it won't be nice for people. Maybe it will be, uh, uh, jarring like oh they talked about a movie last time now they're talking about a video game but i will have finished alan wake 2 or alan wake 1 and we can uh chat about that and then go from there so the next live episode we do we're going to be talking about alan wake and uh look for the classic episode that john and i will decide on in the next few days and uh yeah and with that remember Devouring your enemies means they deserve an honorable death. And also, it's delicious. Precisely. Not my hunky boys! No! Music, music, music. Music, music, music. Music, music, music. Music, 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 music,